Hello Patriots, welcome back to Survival Defense Tactics, helping you take care of yourself so others won't have to. Don't forget you can go to anchor.fm, sign up for listener support, that does help keep the podcast going, and don't forget to give some feedback if you like the topic or if you have questions. Also, you can go to YouTube and hit like and share if you like the videos. Today's topic is fitness and health. Probably the most boring topic you're going to get to listen to. In addition to all the other things we have going on in our already busy lives, let's try the impossible task of finding time to get in shape. Sounds kind of crazy, right? No, not really. Before you go out and join a gym or buy expensive home gym equipment, let's look at more cost-effective methods. Let's consider fitness programs like rucking, R-U-C-K-I-N-G, which is nothing more than basically going for a long walk with a backpack on that has weight in it. Now, if you Google search rucking, there's a website out there that sells special backpacks and special padded weights and all that stuff, and it's kind of expensive. Or, if you have a backpack, you can use it and bottled water. Now, basically, a bottle of water is 16.9 ounces. If you round it down like I do, each bottle of water is a pound. Five bottles of water, five pounds of weight. The advantage of doing it this way, in addition to saving money and not buying expensive equipment, no matter how far you walk, I know this is going to sound cheesy, but no matter how far you get, if for whatever reason you get thirsty, believe it or not, you have water with you. And it would be easy enough to replace when you got home. Now, if you carry a hydration pack in addition to your ruck pack just for your water, then that water in your rucking pack becomes your backup. So it's kind of an inexpensive way of getting started. To keep the weight more distributed evenly, you could always duct tape five bottles in a row. There's a five-pound weight. It's actually a little bit more than that, but like I said, we're going to round down and make the math easy. The deal with rucking, you have basically two options. Let's say the very first time you go rucking, you take 10 pounds of bottled water with you, and you ruck, let's just say, five miles. Take a stopwatch. See how long it takes you on your very first trip to make that five miles. If you're like I am, you'll walk out two and a half miles, turn around, come back, there's your five miles. Just take a mental note of how long it took you to do that. Now, in your options... Every time you go rucking, you want to improve one way or the other. And the two ways you can do this is either add more weight or do the same trip in less time. I'm not saying run. Hell no, I'm not saying run. Uh, Even at the, the height of my physical fitness back in the day, I could not run continuously with tons and tons of weight on my back. I did it in the military. Not going to do it again. Just you got to be able to do what you can do and don't push yourself too hard. So like I say, with rucking, if you decide that that's the method you want to use because it is cheap, it's very inexpensive, it really requires no training. It's you, a backpack, and some form of weight. Either increase your distance or shorten your time or increase your weight that you're carrying with you. I don't intend to increase my distance. I intend to shorten my time and then add weight. And then shorten my time and add weight. Not to the point of jogging or running. I just, there will be a place where I will level out and hit the plateau of my optimal time with my optimal weight. And that's what I'll do. 
it's a great way to shed pounds, burn calories, get some fresh air. It's it's what I like doing. If you're not in that good a shape and you want to get started somewhere, just start with walking. Nothing fancy. Get some comfortable shoes. Pick a track to walk on or go around the, the neighborhood, whatever it is you're going to do, and just go for a walk. Same thing. Either decrease your time it took you to walk or increase your distance. Now, another form of getting in shape that I really enjoy is bike riding. And no, I don't mean go out and buy a $1,000 bicycle. I bought a mountain bike. Uh, I'll have to go look at the name of it. I haven't ridden it in quite a while. But my mountain bike cost $130. And it's plenty good enough for what I do. I do not do mountain trails. I got a mountain bike because of how durable it is. And should I decide to go off on a dirt road one day and travel the backcountry roads, I can do that. Whereas with like a 10-speed and street terrain type tires, you probably wouldn't want to do that. Don't forget good old-fashioned sit-ups and push-ups. Uh, nobody enjoys doing push-ups and sit-ups that I know of, but it is a good way to get in shape. It does burn calories. It does tone up your core. It's, it's very good. Martial arts training. I highly recommend martial arts training. If you're not already an active member in a dojo and you have the time and the money, research around with your local dojos and find a martial arts center that would be good for you. If your martial arts instructor is doing his job right when the class is over, you should feel like warmed over death. So you will get a workout, plus you learn self-defense. Some self-discipline never hurt anybody, including myself, so... Martial arts training is really, really high up on my list of things I recommend for you to do for getting in shape. Obviously, there's yoga, Pilates, etc., etc. Anything that you can do to keep you from being static on the couch as a potato is an improvement. Walking, running, jogging, I don't care. Riding a bike, riding a skateboard, do something. If it's a crappy weather day, maybe you have to revert to sit-ups and push-ups in the living room. Do something that will help you out physically. The point is that you don't have to go broke trying to get in shape. You can do physical fitness super cheap. In fact, you could do it no cost at all. Okay, how about your diet? That's next on the list of things to talk about. Is it full of junk food and soda pop? If, if it is, you have some things that need to be changed. Lean meats and veggies and fruit will make a massive difference in how you feel. It's hard to get motivated when you feel like you weigh a ton or are just drained of all your energy. And believe it or not, a lot of what you eat determines how you feel. If I load up on junk food and get that sugar rush going, when the sugar rush is over, I feel like it's nap time. have no energy. I have no motivation to do anything. It's Junk food is exactly that, junk. So really need to make a diet change. If that's, if that's your problem and a diet change is in, the, in order, it's going to be up to you to make it. Research the meats and vegetables and fruits that you should be eating and the junk stuff you should lay off of. Just, uh, I can't tell you, I can't stress near enough about soda pop. Soda pop is loaded down with sugar. It will pack on the pounds. It's full of calories. It is just not good for you. Uh, 
and I am guilty of sin. Back in my 20s, I'll bet I drank a gallon of Dr. Pepper a day. I'll bet money I did at least a gallon of Dr. Pepper a day. Every single day. When I finally got to where I didn't crave Dr. Pepper so much and got off of it, you will have withdrawal symptoms. The, the caffeine withdrawals gives you headaches. Be prepared for that. It can be done. I did it. Anybody can do it. Just you got to lay off the soda pops. There are way better ways of satisfying your thirst. Obviously, bottled water, any kind of water that you can consume safely is way better than soda pop. Fruit juices, Gatorade, so on. Now for the big ones. Bad habits. Yet again, I am guilty. If you have a bad habit of smoking, you are being so counterproductive to your health. It's not funny. And I have smoked for 35 years and I am currently quit. So get off the tobacco. If it's not smoking and it's dip or chew, whatever you want to call it, that's not good for you either. It doesn't help you. It doesn't look cool. It doesn't make anybody impressed. You know, just lay off the tobacco. If you can break that habit, you can do anything. Next is drinking. Alcohol consumption happens to be one of the worst habits I have ever noticed in my entire life. Yet, guilty again. I used to drink like a fish out of water. And for some reason, several years ago, I woke up one day and I was bored with it. I quit drinking, not out of necessarily necessity, but out of boredom. There was no crazy event tied to it. There wasn't a DUI or I almost killed somebody. Thank God. One day I just woke up. I was bored with alcohol. I haven't touched a drop since. I have no desire to drink again. Just, I've lost all interest in it. Now, the occasional social drink, nobody's going to gripe about that. What I am talking about is the power drinking, can't wait to get hammered, got to have it. I'm not going to function without my alcohol. That's what I'm talking about. You've got to break that habit. You've got to get out of that. There's so many disadvantages of being an alcoholic. And maybe I'm putting the wrong word on it. Maybe not alcoholic. Maybe you're just in love with alcohol and what it does for you. You've got to find a different way. It's not helping. Last but not least on the diet and the bad habits, sugary drinks. Back to soda pop. Yep, I'm going to harp on it until I turn blue in the face. I have researched it until I've turned blue in the face. Soda pop is not good for you. It is highly addictive because of the amount of sugar in it, and it does not have any health benefits whatsoever. I know it tastes good. I know you enjoy them. Lord knows I've enjoyed them. I still do this day. Every once in a while, I will have a can of Dr. Pepper. But it's not a gallon a day that I can't live without like I thought in my earlier years. you got to get off the sugary drinks. The sugar in and of itself isn't bad. It's when you consume copious amounts of it that it becomes a problem. Little sugar here, little sugar there, no biggie. But got to have it all day long to function. It's not good. At the end of the day, you are responsible for your health and happiness. You have to be able to be the one that changes your diet, breaks bad habits, and starts new ones. Basically, you will need to be your number one coach. Stay motivated, stay determined, and you can succeed. 
It doesn't matter how many times you have to try to quit smoking. Keep trying. If you fall off the wagon the first time, don't beat yourself up. If quitting smoking was as easy as it was to start smoking, you would have quit smoking years ago. And that goes with alcohol consumption, junk food, every single thing that I've already mentioned. If you can find ways of breaking those habits and starting new, healthier habits, you're already a step ahead. A lot of us have family and friends that encourage us and motivate us and you know, there, there are quit coaches and, you know, stay in shape coaches and, and they really support us. But until you want to make that change, all the support system in the world is useless. You have to want to change for you. And don't quit and smoking and drinking and all that for somebody else. Do it for you. You quitting smoking will benefit the family members in your house by not having a secondhand smoke around. Ultimately, it completely benefits you it benefits them secondary but primarily it benefits you to quit and if it's smoking drinking whatever you can do this don't worry about falling off the wagon it's gonna happen get back up get motivated and go again you can do it you've got to have faith in yourself or nobody else will as always thanks for listening stay safe god bless